Welcome to Ask Cadence, everybody. My name is Pete Wright, sitting around the table here with John Patton. Hello, John. Hello, Pete. And Jay Christensen. Hi, Hello Pete. again. Yeah. Uh, I think the question this week, we start with you, Jay, and I, it is very simple, so I'm going to count on you to, to uh, flesh it out for us. The question is this. It's not even a question. The supplier can't deliver a product on time. Now we have to make some assumptions about this product. What are these, or about this this issue? What are these? What are these assumptions, and how do we help them get a handle? Well, um, this is one of the most difficult problems that project people face because they really have uh, very little control in some cases over the contractor or vendor. They may have a contract that they can use as leverage, but that uh, is a long, laborious process to get people to adhere and conform to the contract when the project is not getting done. Uh, so we need to attempt to solve the problem before it gets to that point. And a couple of things that I'd like to uh, talk about at this point is to get the supplier or vendor involved in actually helping plan the project. Get them in the planning process so that they have then some skin in the game and they have an opportunity to help define the direction of the project and how the project is going to go. Uh, second, a part of that then is for the contractor or vendor uh, to be placed on the responsibility matrix so that people know what it is that we can expect from the vendor or supplier. S another technique is for the vendor supplier to develop a responsibility matrix for the people in their organization that would be helping deliver the uh, goods and services that uh, they are expected to do as part of the project so that they then can see what uh, support they're going to get from their organization in terms of completing tasks by knowledgeable, experienced people. Uh, we can also expect a very detailed schedule from a contractor vendor uh, that is manageable and that is tangible and where there is, uh, what, excuse me, where there are no tasks that are longer than uh, three calendar weeks. This is what's called the three-week guide for the work breakdown. In other words, um, making sure that the vendor is doing as thorough a job of planning their piece of the project as the project team. And this also means then that the vendor would have a, a for lack of a better definition at this point, a measures of success for the work that they will be doing so that the project team and the project manager can uh, see uh, periodically uh, how well the vendor is doing in an incremental basis. So what you're saying, I mean, you make them a team member, and if depending on the level of skin they have in the game, they'll they need to to put up. Yes, um, uh, Pete, I I think uh, what we're talking about here is an aspect of the um, knowledge areas of the project management body of knowledge that people don't often talk about, and this is the procurement piece of project management. Uh, to invest some time up front when you're selecting your vendors and writing your contract to put clauses in it uh, that really will integrate uh, this vendor uh, into your project team and into the planning and control uh, activities. There are four clauses specifically that we recommend adding uh, to the contract. Uh, number one, the supplier will identify their internal contact that is project manager or team member that will sit on our project team and that will be our ongoing contact because sometimes 
the sales function uh, in a supplier just goes out and closes sales and comes back and says, here, I've made a sale, now you guys put it together. So before uh, closing that sale completely, which really is signing the contract, we want to make sure that we've got an individual internally that we can continually go to and is responsible for the internal activities. Now, uh, Jay identified a series of tools that we use in our uh, uh, Cadence methodology. So clause number two in the contract is, uh, that we're going to add uh, is that the supplier will use our uh, project management methodology and techniques. Now, to our listeners, I'm not saying Cadence necessarily. If you have a methodology which you use internally, specify your company methodology to be used in the contract and that you will uh, train the supplier in the use of that uh, methodology. Excuse me one second, John. I'd like to add to that. And the, um, a key element of project success is communication. And if the supplier is allowed to use their own process, then it's uh, apples and oranges when the project team is trying to communicate with the vendor or contract. And that uh, leads to communication breakdown. So even further uh, important for them the contractor vendor to use our accepted methodology so that we can talk easily with them. Well, Jay, there are, there are four clauses. So uh, we're right in the middle. Uh, number three is uh, that uh, the supplier will provide the activity detail, that is the task detail, many people say, at the level that we request. So if you're the uh, customer, then you'll put in the contract uh, whatever we ask for in terms of schedule detail, um, uh, vendor, you will supply it. So that in, and that causes the vendor to plan out the work in a detail that they may not be used to. And then uh, finally, uh, on number four, you usually get uh, vendor compliance because they will be able to bill you for it. And that is that the supplier will attend status meetings with the frequency that we ask because uh, it goes right back to your point on communication, Jay. We want them there. Now, uh, I, I'll, I'll close this out with a story uh, of, that occurred in a seminar that I was teaching uh, internationally. And uh, uh, there were um, people from all over the world, and there were less experienced people, and then there were some very experienced people in the room. And one of them was complaining about their inability to get information from the supplier. And a person from Taiwan who'd uh, been in the business of project management for a good 15 years just had had enough. And he said, let me tell you how it's done. When I was a new project manager just like you, I had to have full delivery on time uh, from the vendor. Uh, that we had chosen. I hadn't chosen the vendor, the company had chosen the vendor. And I understood immediately that this vendor knew nothing about project management. So I visited him and I spent two or three days in his shop watching the people do the work. And then I focused on our product that he needed to create. And as he told me how he was going to do it, I mapped it out on a schedule and I confirmed that schedule with the vendor. Is this what you're going to do? And I got the vendor's agreement and this became the basis of our communication weekly as we went through the project. 
and that vendor delivered on time. And he looked at this young person and he said, that's what you've got to do. The project manager must be willing to work at a very detailed level with any supplier who doesn't have the same skills in project management or experience as we do. And I'd like to support that also by saying there might be some selection criteria for the vendor contract up front in the sense that we ask them for project management practices and techniques and then uh, we may even go to the extent of examining their track record on previous contract to see how well they did or did not uh, adhere to project management practices. And check my logic on this. I mean, all of these efforts are to prevent you from getting in a position of having to say the supplier can't deliver the product on time and having to be put in a position of saying, do we need to go get another supplier? So, Pete, it's the uh, same thing we face when we're getting team members internally. We always, don't always get who we would ideally want. So uh, if we get a person internally uh, that uh, is a new performer or a marginal performer, we're going to have uh, more detail in their part of the schedule, in their task work. It's the same thing we're going to do uh, with a vendor uh, who is uh, an unknown uh, or who has a poor track record, but we still must work with them. Um, we even had in a phone company uh, a vendor who was on probation, um, software development vendor, and they were key to this new product. And the project manager uh, really caused, um, uh, well first of all, made them feel useful by integrating them with the project team. They'd always been at arm's length before. And then um, uh, ensured that there was sufficient detail to determine what they were slipping behind and always took corrective action with the vendor representative. And the project came in one day early. Well, that's the objective. These are great, great strategies. Thank you uh, for, again for the discussion. And, and uh, all of you downloading, thank you for listening. And we will be back with you again next week. This has been Ask Cadence.